so much for being here today on this fabulous Free Friday. Information Day, exciting day. This is Jeannie Cisco meth and today we're going to be talking about emotion and success. How are they related? What are they? How do they go together? Right? I'm so excited. This is part four in our series. And I want, I'm going to give you a little bit of background about me first. And then we're going to get into the training. Is that okay? All right, thanks. So when I was growing up, I was taught that you were allowed two emotions. And that was happiness and anger. Those were the two emotions uh, that you could feel. And other than that, now it wasn't expressly told, you know, you can't cry. Well, yeah, it was. was, We were told, you know, you're not supposed to cry. But it was more towards, you know, if you're a man, you can't cry. Um, But because I wanted approval, that spilled over into my life as well. And so as I grew up, I realized there were some issues. And the person who taught me that I had issues was my incredible husband, Lawrence. And I remember uh, the first date we went on. You see, we met online through Match.com. Got to give a shout out to Match.com. Fabulous program, in my opinion. But we finally met in person. We'd been conversing online for about six months before we met in person. And um, I just met him for coffee at, at the local Denny's. It was absolutely wonderful. And from there, we started seeing more and more of each other. And one of the first dates we went on was he took me to a movie. He absolutely loves movies. So we see a lot of movies. But this movie, I remember it. It was called John Q. And I don't know if you've seen it or not. It came out quite a while ago. But it's about a dad and a little boy. It's about a family. But the main two characters are Denzel Washington. He plays the dad. And there's a little boy. And the little boy needs a heart transplant. And as you can imagine, if you haven't seen it, it's a very um, emotional movie. Especially if you're a parent. At that time in my life, I had gotten very good at cutting off all emotion. You just didn't feel it. Uh, you didn't feel sadness, and you you know you just didn't feel emotion. And I remember sitting in the movie and looking over <laughs> at my date at that time, now my incredible husband, but he was crying. And I remember thinking, what is wrong with this person? There was nothing wrong with him. It was me. I had to learn how to tap into the incredible power there is in emotion. In fact, if you look at the word, it all but one letter is motion. So it's energy in motion. That's what emotion is. And today we're going to talk about how to use that emotion to get you in motion and get you moving towards your dreams and help you find success. Does that sound good? Yeah, I thought so. It sounds pretty cool to me, I think. So again, let's just recap real quick. Um, the main foundation on which all of my all of my trainings come from, I'm sure you guys have seen it before, it's the pyramid, the three-layered pyramid with the arrow up and down the side. 
And the bottom one, the, the foundation upon which all success is built is, let me hear it, that's right, personal value. And on top of personal value, we have perspective, something that everybody has. And we need to understand the other person's perspective if we're going to understand them better, correct? And then we have planned responses. And up and down the arrow, up and down the side of that pyramid says practice, practice, practice. That's what it's all about. Personal value is the foundation. Exciting? <laughs> I thought so. Thank you so much. And I want to let you guys know thanks again for your comments that come in all the time. I so appreciate them. Um, please connect with me. Twitter is at Jeannie Meth. You've got me on Facebook under Jeannie Cisco Meth or Bullyproofing You. Um, of course, you've got my email. I'm also on Google Plus. And and my phone number, please, 801-735-5746. That number again, 801-735-5746. If I don't answer, please just leave me a message or I'll get back with you just as soon as I can. And, and please, any questions about success or any questions about your being bullied and you want, want what do I do? Um, relationships. I do a lot with relationships. How to uh, help parents and their children or sibling relationships or teacher-student. You know, I, I'm dealing with a, a student and, it, and it's difficult. How can I see their perspective? Because a lot of times teachers forget where their students are coming from and students forget where teachers are coming from spent 17 years as a high school teacher at an alternative high absolutely loved it i love teaching I, i'm sure you know that if if you know anything about me you know i enjoy teaching that's my purpose in life and i enjoy it and i'm constantly getting better so thank you for joining me and letting me teach you today I love it. Absolutely love it. Let's celebrate the fact that you are here, that you are listening to this, that you are making changes in your life. Those changes that you know you need to make, but you're you're struggling with or having difficulty with. I, I'm going to be totally honest. Um, yesterday or the day before, day before was a very, very difficult day for me emotionally. I, I just, I wanted to give up. I was done. Um, I had two trainings cancel on me in the same day. And I was like, no. So it happens. It's the people that after they get knocked down can get up and still keep going forward. Can keep going forward. And so if you find yourself not wanting to move forward, if you find yourself struggling, do something that you enjoy. Do something that brings you pleasure. And you'll see yourself start to pull out of it. You'll see yourself start to feel better. Do the Snoopy dance. We do the Snoopy dance in our in our house frequently. Somebody will come home and say, we're going to do the Snoopy dance. That's an indicator for everybody. It's time to celebrate. And it's time to enjoy. And we just, I mean, you should see us. We're, we're a bunch of sticks dancing around the kitchen. It's incredible. So 
the small one in the family is five foot ten. So yeah, that tells you a bunch of tall, silly people dancing around the kitchen. But we have a lot of fun. Even our even our pets get involved sometimes. You've got to celebrate. If you don't celebrate, you find out that you start getting drugged down. You start um, getting stuck or you start focusing on the negative but when you celebrate even the small wins it helps you continue moving forward that's part of allowing that emotion to show that joy that that pleasure that's an emotion as well and we'll get into that a little bit more but let it show and if you're afraid of looking silly do it at home close the curtains if you have to i don't care just to make sure you celebrate. Send me, uh, tell me different things that you guys do to celebrate. I have a, an acquaintance of mine, his name is Dennis Cummings, he's a trainer. Um, he has a book called From Terrible to Terrific at the Speed of Thought. And um, he has a daughter who has some severe health issues. And she said that her that her dad's job, which would be Dennis's job, was to make her laugh. And so he says, and it is, that's my job. My day consists of how can I help her laugh. And they've invented a thing called Delibrations, which I highly recommend to everyone. We do them in our family. You just go anywhere where you have to pick a number, and you pick your number. And when they call your number, you yell and scream and cheer and act like you've won two million bucks. And you will see the people around you become brighter, happier, lighter, more animated, more engaged. It's absolutely phenomenal. Enjoy it. Celebrate. Let me know how you celebrate. Send me a video, uh, audio clip, whatever. Let me know. I'd love to hear it. Now, let's, let's dive right in here. You all ready? Get your swimming cap on. Put it on. We're going to dive in and get started exactly on what emotion is. Emotions are all of those feelings that you have. Now, if you're like me and you've been suppressing your feelings for some time, this may be a little bit difficult for you. If you are already in touch with your emotions, then maybe you just need to learn how to harness it, how to use it to get you moving in the way you want to go. Remember, I already told you energy and emotion go together because emotion is energy in motion. It's the fuel that gets you moving. Either, you know, you're you're sick and tired of something being the way it is, you're sick and tired of being you know, sick and tired. And so you use that emotion as the fuel to get you moving in the direction you want to be. If if you can tap into it. Well, let me rephrase that. When you tap into your emotion, you will find a whole nother playing field. The other thing will you you will notice is that you feel everything more intensely. I love much more deeper than I ever thought I could before. And I I feel things and it's really cool. Sometimes they hurt. I'm telling you, life sucks sometimes. But oh man, the good times, ah, you can feel them even more. 
the more emotion you have, the more driven you are to make a change. Let me explain what I mean. Let's say you wake up and you notice that you've gained some weight. And you tell yourself, ah, it's okay, I'll be all right. Guess what? You're never going to lose that weight. Or you're getting up for work and you say, man, I really hate my job. This job sucks, right? And you start moaning and complaining. And then you remember, wait, I need to think positive. So, you know, oh, it's not that bad. It's okay. You're never going to change. If you want something to change, you have got to get emotional. You've got to turn up that heat so it really sucks. If you've got something poking you in the rear end and you can move around and it's just kind of discomforting or you don't really like it, guess what? You'll put up with it. You'll continue to put up with the discomfort. But if you really look at it and you really say, man, this is really bugging me. I'm sick and tired of this poking me. I'm going to fix it and I'm going to fix it now. If you get emotional, you're going to make it happen. It's incredible. I'm telling you. Start tapping into that power of emotion. James Arthur Ray says, One person's fear is another person's fuel. And I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story about this. Think about entertainers. In particular, Carly Simon. I love Carly Simon's music. She doesn't perform very often. And I believe part of the reason, well, now she doesn't perform anymore because I believe she's passed away. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything from her for a long time. I need to check that out. My goodness. But Carly Simon hates to perform. She gets scared and she pulls back in fear. And we've talked about comfort zone a few times. The more you pull back, the stronger that wall, the stronger that edge of your comfort zone becomes. And so She pulls back, she gets scared, she doesn't want to do it. And you can use many people as an example. Think about the boss, right? He is still rocking it. Oh my goodness, an incredible performer, an incredible entertainer. He talks about the same thing. He gets all fired up, he's got butterflies in his stomach, but he pushes through and he uses that fear as fuel to get him going. I want you to think of a time when you were afraid of something and you focused on that fear and the fear got bigger and bigger and bigger until it shut you down. Or you focused on what you could achieve and used the fear as fuel to get you moving. I can do this. I've got this right? Check your safety gear. I always say check your safety gear. All right? Use your passion. Use your emotion as fuel to get you moving. I'm going to talk, we're going to shift gears a little, well, not totally shift gears. We're going to continue to talk about some entertainers and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a quote, and I want you to tell me if you know who this is. Okay? You ready? You ready? You're not ready. Come on, get ready. You ready to play? Okay, all right, we're ready to play. This person says, when I was a boy, 
I was the hero in comic books and movies. I grew up believing in a dream. Now I've lived it out. That's all a man can ask for. Does anybody know who it is? Do you know? Do you know? Let me know. I'm going to give you a few more facts. Okay? So this is still the same. As soon as you get it, you shoot me. Let me know. Don't shoot me. No, no, no. Shoot me an email. Um, send me a tweet, Facebook, whatever. I'll tell you what. The first 10 people that I hear from, no matter when you listen to this, just send me one. Maybe nobody else has done it yet. So every day that I get one up until 10 have passed, till 10 people have responded, I'm going to give you something really special. So here's some more facts. He grew up rather shy and dreamy. In fact, um, he really struggled in school. And he's, they said he would never make it because he was daydreaming all the time. He was a bit of a loner. He didn't have very many friends. He was kind of kind of pushed to the side. He dressed kind of different. And he acted different and got made fun of quite a bit. His family had absolutely no money. They were very, very poor. In fact, his dad went to prison for forging checks. Um, they were very poor. And they had no money for lessons. And so he taught himself how to play the guitar. And as he started to grow in popularity, this one may give it away. He was told some religious leaders got very, very upset with him because he had lewd movements. And they wanted him and his music banned. And they would only show him from the waist up. When he first started recording, he was told to stick to driving trucks. He was a truck driver. Know who it is? I bet it is. I bet that second to the last clue there gave it away, right? Only shown from the west up, waist up. I don't know. I'm going to give you a few more, a few more facts here. Initially, RCA was very disappointed when they signed him. They bought his contract from Sun Records, and he came out with a few ballots when he first signed with RCA, and they were afraid that they had made a big mistake. This band that he played with, they enjoyed music so much. They just got together because they enjoyed playing music. They enjoyed it so much they would perform anytime, anywhere, and they did a lot of gospel music as well. He was very, very generous with his money. He gave away hundreds of thousands of dollars in cars and houses and money. He was he uh, received the award of the young. Let me see if I, I got to make sure I get this right. The Young Philanthropist of the Year. And he was given that at a, at a pretty young age. I think he was in his early 20s. And he was one of the youngest men to ever receive that. Youngest people to ever receive that. Because of his generosity. In fact, at one point, he saw a lady looking through a window at a Cadillac. And she was on her way home from work. She cleaned houses, if I remember correctly. And he saw her looking through the window at a Cadillac. And he went out and he asked her what her dream was. She said, oh, I'd love to own one of those someday. But it'll probably never happen. 
So what do you think he did? You're right. He bought it for her. Right there on the spot. How freaking amazing is that? I mean, okay, okay, let's just dream for a moment. Yeah? Let's just dream for a moment. What if you achieved everything that you dreamed of? I give 10% of my income away. And it, it, it doesn't do much. It's not a lot of money. But think about how much you give away, the more prosperous you become. If you continue to give 10% away, my goal is to give away eventually a million dollars in a year. Could you imagine what you could do giving away a million dollars? How many charities you could help? How many people you could help? Ah, my goodness, wouldn't that be incredible? Absolutely incredible. We're giving away a, a few thousand now. You know, eventually we'll get, we'll get, we'll get even bigger and bigger. Right? The bigger you grow, the more you can give. That's fun. Giving is fun. And this gentleman received a lot of pleasure from giving things away. Do you know who it is yet? I'm sure you've known for a long time. That's okay. Let's go on. Who is it? You are right. Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley would be 80 years old if he had lived. Some people think um, there. You know, I I know that he OD'd on on pills. What a stressful life as a young man. Uh, I've actually had the pleasure of meeting his stepbrother, David Stanley, an amazing man, and that's as close as I will ever get to meeting Elvis. But I love his music. I love reading about him. I love what he did as a person. Yeah, there are some bad things in there. We all have our problems. We all have our things we wish we could change. I recently started thinking about the power of thoughts and and Elvis. And in speaking with David Stanley... And reading some more books, I found out that Elvis was very, very obsessed with his mother and when his mother died. And if you research their ages, they were really close to the same age when they died. And I think that may play a part of it as well. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. What do you think? The mind is is freaking amazing. That's all I can say. So, anyways, why are we talking about Elvis Presley when it has to do with emotion, passion, success? Well, I think you will agree with me. He was a very passionate man. And he turned that passion into an incredible, incredible talent that he shared with others and he shared with the world. He had fears. He had doubts. Oh, so many fears and doubts. Very insecure. And some people took advantage of him because of it. But if you can harness that emotion, if you can harness that passion, you will go far. So what makes you emotional? What gets you passionate? Use that in your in your business or in your planning of things, use that. 
So we are, oh, there were, were a couple of things that I saw frequently and uh, around him, with him, and I call them his physical reminders. I'm not sure what he called them, but two of those things were, you will always see, is FTD and TCB. FTD stands for follow that dream. And TCB stands for taking care of business. And later on, uh, he put a lightning bolt through it, and it was taking care of business in a flash. I totally believe he lived up to them. What do you think? Do you think he lived up to them? I don't know. But the real question here is... And I'm going to play some music. We're going to listen to some Elvis music. I want you to get your pen and paper. You're going to be writing again. You're going to be writing about what you're passionate about. You're going to be writing about what fuels you. What can you tap into to help you follow your dream? And to help you take care of business so that you're not waiting around. You you have to do it yourself. You have to make things happen. Get your own physical reminders that you hang out and hold and keep near to you so that you can continue to keep yourself on your path. Remember last week we talked about, you know, don't give up. Hang in there. Don't give up. Physical reminders can help you remember to not give up. I have a ring and I have a necklace and I have bracelets that I wear. And those help me to not give up. So what we're going to listen to while you're writing is If I Can Dream by Elvis Presley. And I want you to write your dreams down and what you can use to get you towards your dream faster.
just an amazing song I love that song this is another song by him that I enjoy What'd you come up with? 
what can you, I mean, you can hear the passion in his voice. There's no denying that he's a very passionate, very emotional man. And he used that to help him get everything he ever wanted. Well, I don't think he had everything he wanted. I don't think you ever do. I think it's a constant day-by-day pushed forward towards what you want. Nobody knows how long they'll be here. You, You just, you don't know. Some people are given a certain amount of time, but most of us don't know. And so every day, if you pick up where you were the day before and you keep moving forward and you try new things, you'll get there eventually. It's the journey. It's the day-to-day work that you do that gets you where you want to go. And once you get there, guess what? You're going to want to go somewhere else. It's unless you stop. And I think that's one of the disservices that you can do to yourself is stopping and saying, well, I'm okay right here where I am. Because then you start going backwards and you're no longer an inspiration and you just fade away. And I never, never want to fade away. I want to live life to its fullest every day. That is my goal. Every day, do everything I can to get closer to where I want to be. Enjoy where I'm at right now. Ah, celebrate, have fun, but continue to move forward as well. Let me know how you're doing. Please keep me in touch and informed as to the things that are going on with you. I appreciate you listening to me. I appreciate you taking these steps to help yourself. Thank you so much and have a great day.